I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and in this video I'm going to be talking to you about I am shattered. Well, if you're going through a breakup, you can feel absolutely devastated like you've never felt in your life. And believe me, I know exactly what you're going through and that feeling that you have where just your life is just completely turned upside down. You're at a loss. You can't believe this person would break up with you and you're just devastated. It is absolutely so incredibly difficult to even put into words how painful it can be and I have talked to countless people around the world that have told me that this breakup is by far the most painful thing they've ever felt in their life and even worse than losing friends and family and parents and I could tell you that when I was going through breakups, in many ways, it was worse than when my mom passed away. And it sounds bizarre to say that, but, you know, when you've had attachment trauma, especially losing your partner through whatever way is incredibly, incredibly painful. And it just has this massive effect on us where we are almost debilitated in many ways. Uh, we might have severe anxiety or depression where we have no loss or no energy to do anything we have complete loss of interest and it absolutely crushes us inside and it's so scary navigating and trying to figure out what makes sense for your situation what happened what went wrong can it be fixed will they ever come back it's terrifying it really is and going through those experiences I know that you are desperate for answers and believe me I have done everything that I can and I continue to work every day at putting all of these pieces of the puzzle together to figure out what goes wrong in breakups and so a lot of times you'll hear me talk about attachments well how are you supposed to understand breakups if you don't understand attachment and that is one of my things where I look at all these other breakup coaches and they have no understanding of even what attachment is. How are they going to understand what's broken if they don't know what's healthy and what is attachment even looks like? So it really frustrates me because I know there's so much bad information or you know out there and you know when I was going through these breakups I would scour the internet for every single little piece of information that I could, every tiny little article, any little video that even said one or two sentences. I was like, oh, I need that, and I'd write that down. And so I get what you guys are going through, and I know that you feel shattered. Believe me, I do. And Margaret can tell you firsthand because she was there for me, you know, when I was going through my breakups twice a week. So just know, guys, that you are not going through this alone, first of all, because there are thousands of people across the world that feel just like you do. They feel just as hopeless, just as scared, and I'm going to do whatever I can to put information out there to help guide you, not only reattract somebody, 
but keep them in your life because it's really, you're going to go through all this for nothing if you don't learn to have healthy relationships, which is why I also talk about mental health so much and I'm constantly trying to educate you guys about the importance of mental health and attachment traumas and communication, all those things go hand in hand. I really do want to see you guys not only reattract your ex, but have the best relationship that you've ever had with them. So, I've got two emails today. The first is a quick one that I did a coaching with uh, somebody recently. And they just said, Hi coach, I just wanted to give you a brief update on my situation. We did a Skype a few weeks ago. When we first talked, I was pretty emotional. I just wanted to thank you for being so supportive. You've even helped me laugh. Talking with you, it felt great, and I feel so much better. I really felt so good just to talk to you about it. My anxiety has calmed down. I have clarity on what to do, and I look forward to talking with you soon. I think you should just know how much you mean to all of us, and I just wanted to share. Well, thank you so much for sharing that email with us. I do appreciate those kind words, guys. I really do. I get emails from you guys all over the world every day and when I have success stories or you know little things like that that you guys want to share with me I like to share them so feel free just go to my website askcraig.net my emails on there if you have a success story and when you get a success story believe me we want to hear about it all there are thousands of you guys every single day that look forward to hearing success stories because when we hear them we can start to think, well, you know what? If that situation was bad and they turned it around, maybe I can too. So share your success stories with me. I love to hear them, guys. Believe me. Um, so I have a second email here. And this is from a guy who's in his early 30s. Now, he said he went to high school and he served in the armed forces. He said he broke up with his fiance three weeks ago. He said... There, she's around the same age and she is a manager and she wants to start a business locally. She did not complete high school but she's done some other studies. He said, we met after I moved in next door to her and her mother 10 years ago. We got involved shortly after and had both been in relationships previously and had been out of those for a short while before getting involved. She moved into my place soon after and we got engaged around six months. I have always been going away with work. So that would have been very difficult if you were constantly having to travel for work. That really does put a strain on a relationship. Since meeting, we have relocated to my work several times. The first years of our relationship were great. In 2011, we relocated and decided to purchase a home together in the area. As we decided we would be uh, in an area that we would eventually like to settle down in. We had discussed several times about marriage and having kids, but decided to get a house instead. You, decide, you decided you wanted to get married and kids, but the house was more important. <laughs> That's kind of funny. You're like, let's have married and, ha and get, get married and have kids. Well, we should get a house instead. Yeah, forget those kids. The way you worded it was funny there. Uh, we also started an investment portfolio planning for early retirement. Yeah, kids might be out the door if that's the plan, right? Anybody that has kids knows how expensive they are. 
Not having kids was influenced by this decision. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Uh, retirement planning and children do not go hand in hand for many of us out there. It's tough. Kids are a lot of work and a lot of expenses that you would not even consider. In 2014, she was suffering from anxiety and panic attacks and was becoming really stressed with work. Okay. If she's having that amount, that level of anxiety and panic attacks, that tells me she's got unresolved trauma. And so she's going to have to do that. She went to the doctors and was prescribed medication. And believe me, medication can be very helpful for you guys out there that are suffering with anxiety and depression. But you got to also heal, you know, heal and work through it. She tried taking it, but it made her sick, so she stopped. That can happen where you do get side effects from certain medication. So if it does, you just go to your doctor or your psychiatrist and ask them, or tell them what the symptoms are and ask them to try something different. Because a lot of times one particular medication will give you a side effect, but a different type won't. So if that does happen to you, and you know, you just want to be vocal about what is going on with you, okay? I became frustrated and angry with her anxiety. It did put a strain on the relationship. Sure, this woman is feeling anxious. This woman is feeling scared. And she's got all these feelings going through her body that she probably doesn't understand and doesn't feel any control of. And so now you're putting demands on her and pressure on her and she is struggling to function. So that would really put a big effect on a relationship. Other people couldn't see it as she always put up a strong front. I tried researching anxiety and panic attacks to gain a better understanding, but she assumed I didn't understand and that I wasn't sympathetic. Well, it doesn't sound like you were. She told me I didn't know how to express my emotions and I was being cold. Well, is it possible that you were being cold because you were trying to be controlling and manipulative? In other words, you didn't like her anxiety. So in order to try and get her to do what you wanted her to do, you may have been controlling. In 2015, she began working a lot. I began watching a live porn site, which I paid for as our intimacy dropped. She noticed this and accused me of cheating on her. I was in denial as it was cyber-related, but I saw her point of view and apologized. Okay, so I'm guessing you're talking about some kind of site where you're interacting with a girl and maybe some girl is, uh, well, we don't need to get into details. We all know what <laughs> it may be going on here. But I could see that that would definitely feel more like cheating than if you're just watching porn, right? Like if you're literally interacting with somebody else, it would feel a little bit more like cheating. I could understand where she was coming from. But, um, you know, the intimacy was probably dropping because you guys weren't connecting well. Part of it was she was having issues with anxiety and not probably dealing with it appropriately. You know, she gave up on the medication and you're being controlling manipulative. So you got a lot going on. You're feeling disconnected. And of course, the sex is going to drop when that happens. 
Things were shaky for a while, but I promised her I would never give her a reason to doubt my trust again. Things went back to normal after a while. She asked about relationship counseling, but I denied needing it, as I thought we were strong enough to work it out together. A lot of you guys come to me and tell me your partner suggested relationship counseling, you said no, you weren't interested, and now you're wishing they would go to a relationship counselor with you. I, w I would rarely drink, but most times I would drink, I would write myself off, and would become really sick. I'm not, this is literally what he wrote. I would rarely drink, but most times I would drink, I would write myself off, and would become really sick. I'm guessing he means that when he did drink, he would get himself really sick. In 2016, I had to relocate for work. She wanted to continue with her career and stay in our home and not move. We did discuss this in detail and decided we would give long distance a go and if it wasn't working, we would compromise. Things were okay initially, but it wasn't easy. We talked a lot over the phone and online and I would go visit her when I could. So that long distance would definitely put a strain on you guys too. I went overseas at the end of 2016. And at the start of this year, she told me that my job was affecting our relationship and she wanted me to leave the forces. I was overseas at the time and said we would discuss it when I got home. When I came back, I went home. We had a few arguments, but mostly things were good. We bought another investment property and reviewed our financial situation. <laughs> I'm wondering, kids still out of that one? Oh yeah, we have finances. Let's not have kids. We spoke about me leaving the forces and I said that I couldn't leave before the end of the year as it would take time for me to find something else. Shortly after, I had to go back overseas for a short time and when we discussed this, she had no issues if I would be safe. I left and during this time, she messaged me and asked if I was going to get out. I reminded her of what we discussed. She then asked for some space and time to think. Sounds like she was starting to not believe you. She's starting to say, well, he's saying one thing, but he's doing another. I'm telling her him that this is important, yet he continues to do what he wants. You were ignoring what she was asking for here, and you were coming up with excuses. This is when I started to contact her, asking what the issues were. You didn't know what the issues were? That was probably part of the problem. She told you what the issues were. She did not want to see me when I got back, which I respected and have been home for a few weeks now. She also saw a psychologist while I was away for anxiety. Good for her. But stopped seeing him after a few sessions. I take it back. She wouldn't discuss specifics of her sessions. Well, I think there's unresolved trauma there, so I think there's some kind of abuse going on that you don't know about. She has now decided she believes it is over and has started to remove me from aspects of her life. She believes the biggest issues in our relationship were my anger and not being able to express my emotions, my accessing the live paid porn site and my drinking habits. 
Well, how about the fact that you were also ignoring what she was telling you, what was important for her, that you kept giving excuses. Well, I just have to go do this. Well, I just go have to do that. Sometimes you have to put the relationship first. It may not always be fair. It may not always be equal. But sometimes it's what you have to do in a relationship. You have your needs, you have the other person needs, and then you have the relationship needs. And I think you were neglecting the relationship needs. You were neglecting her own needs. You weren't being supportive enough with the anxiety. And you were using the porn and the drinking as an escape from coping with all these stressors. He, he wanted to tell me a little bit about uh, their childhood background. And he said, her father left when she was young and cheated on her mother. Well, that would have an effect on her ability to trust men. Her mother was poor, but relocated when she was seven. Her stepfather was abusive towards her, the sister, and their pets. Man. So... There we go. There's abuse, and it's probably a lot worse than you realize. Oh, here we go. Here's another symptom. She suffered anorexia as a teenager. So, there, the abuse was worse than you know about. Now, he was telling me about his family situation, and he said that his father worked two days, two weeks away, and then two weeks home. So, that makes me think, you were used to having a dad that was gone and then back, gone and then back. So for you, this was okay. And so for you, this arrangement in the relationship where you would be gone and come back, that felt normal to you. For her, it wasn't working. His mother worked night shift and we spent a lot of time with our grandparents. Well, so that would be tough. You didn't have a lot of support there. My father had an affair and left my mother when I was a teenager. My mother has been struggling with alcohol on and off since. And so have you. And you haven't really dealt with it and you haven't really gotten help to work through it. And part of the reason that she left you is because of that. I'm completely confused at understanding where things are at. She won't talk. She's not ready to. You can't force her to. I am shattered as it feels like she is throwing 10 years away. There have been so many great times, but she can't see any of these. Well, that should tell you something. If she can only see the bad things, then from her perspective, there was a lot more bad than good. She's dealing with anxiety. She's dealing with trauma. She is not getting support from you. You're looking at porn, and you're not helping her through her anxiety. All of those things add up where you think it was great she's thrown 10 years away. For her, she's probably been feeling like she's been having to deal with all these issues by herself for the last 10 years. And you don't realize that you haven't really been giving her the support that she needed. And she's frustrated, she's upset, and it's only feeling even worse because of all the trauma in her childhood. I am struggling to understand her attachment style as it doesn't seem to fit completely with any common ones. Well, throughout this email, you've been talking about anxiety. So, wouldn't it stand to reason 
that she has an anxious attachment style. That's what it says to me. Um, she's got a lot of trauma and anxiety. The anorexia, all of that tells me she's probably got an anxious attachment style. I don't know if no contact is the answer. I told her a week ago that I really do love her. I want to work this out and I am committed to change. And if she changes her mind to let me know. I genuinely mean all of this as she means the world to me, but I am lost. Well, you've told her where you stand and you've told her that you want to work it out and if you change your mind, let me know. What are you going to do? Keep badgering her? Can't do that, man. You told her you're going to give her space. Now you have to let her. You can't keep reaching out to this girl. Hey, did you change your mind yet? Oh, you didn't? Oh, I guess you would have let me know when you did. No, man. Unfortunately, you are going to have to let her come to you when she is ready. And I highly suggest you really work on understanding attachment styles. First of all, to understand what's going on with her. Review the video, what's a love language, that will help you too. Maybe figure out what makes her feel loved. And you got some own personal issues that you got to deal with. Uh, the alcohol, you got to uh, explore what's going on with that. And how you're using that and the porn to soothe yourself. Now, look, if you want to look at porn, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's just my personal belief. Um, but you're doing live porn, which is a little bit different, I think, because you're interacting with somebody. And the other thing is that you told her you were going to stop. So if you meant that, you got to stick to it. You can't just say, I'm going to do this and then not do it. And she's going to get angry at you and, and be hurt that you've lied to her. So I think you're going to have to leave her alone, let her come to you, and then... Maybe you can get yourself into some couples counseling together. I definitely think you need some individual counseling to work through some of your own issues here. But this is definitely a complicated situation with a lot of issues going on. And we've got 10 years of this. Okay, This hasn't been going on for a year or two years. This is 10 years worth of stuff. And I think you're probably going to need a little bit extra help as you seem really lost and you're really confused. So... That's it for this video. If you want to get my help personally, go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching. I do Skype coaching. And if you got to get with me right away, I do offer emergency after hours Skype coaching. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I will talk with you soon.